Morning, everybody. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> Hello, welcome to our podcast this morning. Um, we're on podcast, by the way, at Word at the Ranch. If you want to tune into our podcast throughout the week, all of our messages are up there well as well. And I know we have quite a few people listen to them before on their way to work in the morning. I enjoy podcasts myself. And welcome on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in this morning all around the world. We love you guys. Diana Kempisa, Peter Leonardo, and Jewel Mondol, our top three fans. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in from your corner of the world. So um, bless you all, and thank you all for coming out this morning and braving the Southern California winds <laughs> and weather. Uh, we commanded last week for the sun to come out, and it came out by the end of the service, so let's just do that again. Sun, come out in the name of Jesus. Amen? Uh, say, spring has sprung. <laughs> say, I'm ahead of time. Say, I'm a prophet on this earth. Amen, amen. Well, we'd like to give you an opportunity to give this morning before we get into the Word. It's good to be able to give. Amen? Um, Galatians 6.6 6 says, Let him who is taught in the Word share in all good things, say all good things, all good things. with him who teaches. Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever. Say whatever. whatever. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to his spirit will of the same spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season, say due season. Due season. Say it's tax season, it's tax but it's also due season. It's also due season. Amen. Say I receive. I receive. <laughs> say it's due season. It's due season. Hallelujah. You remember Jesus pulled out that, that gold talent from the fish's mouth, yeah, that gold piece to pay their taxes with. Yeah. So uh, God can get anything from anywhere at any time to you and me. Amen. Amen. I told the story last week from a guy at um, Eagle Mountain Church in Texas. Um, who commanded a squirrel in his backyard yeah. to bring him money. And it's on record that that squirrel laid up in a nest in a tree, 43 cents, then $1.43, and over the period of months, uh, or a period of that year, actually, $400 came into that person from that squirrel. So God can meet your needs uh, no matter what, amen? Amen. <laughs> so you just keep commanding it to come in, and it will obey you, amen? So say, harvest, come to me now. It's due season, and I'm cashing in. In Jesus' name, amen. So <laughs> we shall reap. The Bible says we shall that's definitely will reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have help opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the house of the faith. So, Father God, I just pray over this meeting. I pray over this message. I pray over this offering. And we lift it up to you, Lord Jesus, our faithful, merciful high priest. Meet every need here today in Jesus' precious name. I thank you, Lord, for their continued return harvest, that it's a cycle on the earth that cannot be broken. Seed time and harvest shall not fail as long as the earth remains. I thank you, Lord, for that spiritual law of prosperity that works when the economy is good, when the economy is bad, when the real estate market's high, when it's low, when business is low, when business is good, seed time and harvest shall not fail. And we thank you for that promised possession and privilege of sowing and reaping. In Jesus' name. And if you agree with that, say amen. Amen. Well, thanks for being with us. We love you all. Uh, the title of this message is uh, Healing, the Children's Bread. Healing, the Children's Bread. Say, Healing Belongs to Me. Healing Belongs to Me. Healing belongs to me. Amen. 
Also, I forgot to mention, if you're online and you would like to support this ministry, you can do so at ElishaMarkMinistries.com, and there's a giving link there for you as well. Amen. And we bless you, and we thank you for doing it. Um, so go with me to Proverbs 4, if you will. Proverbs 4. And let's just start here. Um, I suffered from a chronic condition for about a year and a half. I had 10% energy. My body weight went down to 150 pounds. This was about 2005. Uh, during that time, the Lord actually called me. He said, feed my sheep during that time. That was also 2005, in the midst of my suffering. Uh, that's when he called me and told me to feed my sheep. And I had a vision of, I just came to find out a couple years ago of this land right here in Laguna Hills with these hills and I, I was taken up and I saw sheep on the ground and uh, eagles in the air and a shepherd with a staff on the ground and that's when the Lord spoke to me in the middle of my suffering, feed my sheep. So praise God. Um, I got my healing, amen, through the word of God. And I've been healed ever since. I'm not saying sickness has never tried to come in because it'll try to come in on everyone. Uh, that's part of the cursed world. That's part of the adversary's job is to steal, kill, and destroy, amen. amen. So he's after our finances, he's after our health. And um, if he has the word, really, then he can get those things. And if he can't steal the word from us, he can't have those things. Amen? So the word produces everything. But I got my healing, praise God. And I got it through the word of God. I grew up in a Baptist church where healing was, just wasn't taught. Uh, it just wasn't taught. And I didn't know healing was in the covenant. So I went everywhere looking for my healing. I tried New Age, Dr. Wayne Dyer. I tried New Age everywhere. I, I even got involved in yoga, started instructing in yoga in, like, in, in Los Lalisos. Uh, just looking for help, looking to get my healing back because I didn't know it was in the Bible. Amen? And then someone gave me a book by Kenneth Hagin called Healing Scriptures. And that was my introduction to healing uh, is in the Bible. And it's God's will to heal me. And it's God's will to heal you. And praise God, I just got hold of that book. And I read every book by Kenneth Hagin because I just ate it up. And just, it was new to me, you know? And you just hunger and thirst for something you've never had before. And uh, so finally I found it in the Word of God. That healing is a part of my covenant. I grew up in a Christian home. I grew up as a Christian, amen? amen. But never knew healing was part of my covenant that I have, amen? amen? And praise God I found out, amen? amen. Hosea 4, 6 says, My people perish for lack of knowledge. So if you don't know the will of God on the subject, the devil's going to run roughshod over you amen. and try to deceive you and kill and steal from you, amen? But I found out healing was my covenant, and I meditated and fed myself those verses day and night, day and night, for a year and a half, amen? And I went to an apostle's church up in Simi Valley, Dr. Bob Pather's church called The Gathering Place. And he was an apostle of God, and he had a, a CD called Seed Faith. And I plugged that in every day I went to the gym when I lived in L.A. Plugged that every day and just confessed healing over myself every morning before the gym and every morning after the gym. Amen? And I got up to running eight miles a day. I got my health back. Amen? 10% energy to 8 miles a day in the valley. And then I moved back here to South Orange County and I could only run one because of the hills. <laughs> Studio City was flat. Amen. But the hills here, wow. I was like, what's going on? It's the hills. We live in a hilly country, don't we here? Amen. A beautiful land flowing with milk and honey. Amen. So praise God, I got my healing. And the Bible says God's not a respecter of persons. He's a respecter of faith. So if you get God's word on any subject you're dealing with, the word will prevail if you stick with it. Amen? So healing is for everybody. Say it with me. Healing is the children's bread. And I'm a child of God. Therefore, healing belongs to me. 
So I'd just like to share a few verses that, that led me to my healing, but always it stuck with me. And I just revert to these verses all the time if trouble comes, sickness tries to come in, ailments try to come in, joint pain, whatever it is. I just go back to the verses that did it for me, amen? Because once you receive a breakthrough in a certain area, it's hard for the devil to mess with you in that area. And most of the time, that'll usually become your ministry where you have the greatest breakthroughs in, amen? So praise God, God uses everything, amen? I remember a, um, a guy came over to the house one day. He was part of a, a small group with my parents. And it was while I was meditating the verses and I started receiving my healing. And he had come over. Mom was going to drop him to a specialist here in Orange County to have back surgery because he throwed out a vertebrae playing frisbee golf. And he came over to the house and I was upstairs meditating. And he came in and we were the only ones there. And he said, your mom's supposed to drop me to surgery this morning. And I said, I just laid hands on him, and I gave him the word, the scripture that did it for me, 1 Peter 2, 24, by your stripes you are healed. And Matthew 8, 17, uh, he himself took your infirmities, your pains, and bore your sicknesses. And 1 Peter 2, 24 again, and by his stripes you are healed. And I laid a hand on him, my right hand, on his lower back. And I said, and my hand started getting hot. I could feel my hand getting hot. And I said, is your back getting hot? And he said, no, it's ice cold. So you can't go by what you feel. I thought the Lord was giving him a soothing, healing, touch of warmth, you know, the icy hot pack, amen? I thought it was the hot pack, but he said it was the icy pack. And he, and he just shot up from sitting on the couch out of nowhere, and he was raised Baptist, he went to a Baptist church, shot up and said, I'm healed. Right there in the house, on the spot. Mom came home to drive him to the surgeon, he found out that morning that his surgery, the doctors were closed, and that surgery was not scheduled for that day. He came to the house to get his healing that day, amen? And praise God forevermore. So that was the first occasion God used me after I received my healing to minister it to someone else, amen? And then living up in Los Angeles, a guy came running out of his house. Uh, um, and, he, and he said he was having internal bleeding that turned into be external, and that he was diagnosed with AIDS. Just a, a random guy in Studio City ran out of his house and came to me on the street. Amen? And he said, I'm having this issue. It's not looking good. And I said, let me pray for you in Jesus' precious name. And I just laid a hand on his back. Amen? And prayed in tongues, and we just cursed that disease. We cursed that sickness. I said, I gave him the same verses. The Bible says in 1 Peter 1.24, 2.24, that by his stripes you're healed. That he himself took your infirmities and bore your sicknesses, pains, and diseases. And 1 Peter 2.24 again, and by his stripes you are healed. Amen? And then we just laid hands on him and prayed. Amen? And he said the same thing. I'm healed. A person out of covenant with God. Maybe never even heard the word. I don't know. Said I'm healed. Amen? And then he, said, and then he told me, and I don't have money for any medication for HIV. You know, and, my, and I need this medicine from my doctor. And I said, well, we just bless you in Jesus' name. God provides as well. Amen. Amen. Philippians 4.19 says, my God shall supply your every need according to his riches and glory. It wasn't about 50 feet. He walked away from us and he got a phone call from his doctor and said, I'm giving you free medication today. He ran back and told me, my doctor's giving me free medication for my disease today. It's a miracle of God. And I said, yes, it is. Amen. So he gave him his healing. We said the prayer of salvation with him. And he got expenses paid. Amen? And that's the gospel. Amen? Healing, salvation, and prosperity. All in one. Amen? And that's what we're supposed to teach and preach and share. Amen? And just be lights in the world going everywhere doing the same thing. Amen? Spreading the good news. Spreading healing. Amen? Say, I'm a child of God. And healing's my bread. And healing's my bread.
And it's your daily bread. Amen. Healing is your daily bread. Amen. So every morning you wake up, you're entitled and privileged to the healing power of God. Amen. To the restorative power of God in your finances, in your body, in your relationships. Amen. In your house, in your family. You're entitled as a child of God. Amen. Praise God forevermore. So I got my healing. My weight went up to 210 pounds without working out. I had muscles. God was showing himself faithful. Said I can do anything. Amen. I don't need you for your healing. Amen. I only need your faith to work with. Amen. He showed off in my life. Amen. And like I said, I haven't been sick since. Symptoms have lasted no more than three days. I figured Jesus was in the pit of hell for three days. Ain't no symptom going to last longer than three days in my life from now on. Amen. You make the barriers in your life. Your faith makes the boundaries in your life. You give God the time frame. You give the devil the time frame. You tell your body the time frame. Amen? Say, I'm healed now. God's not a respecter of time. And neither am I. God's a respecter of faith. And I'm a respecter of his word. I put it first place. And it does its job. Say, I hasten to do my job. And God hastens his word to perform it. Say, I do my part. Lord, you do yours. I receive my daily bread. I receive health and healing to all my flesh this morning. Whatever the chronic disease, whatever the virus. And we just curse coronavirus in the name of Jesus. I believe it's actually made up, but hey, man created it, so we curse it. Amen? If you don't want it, just don't drink Corona beer anymore. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? Hey, it didn't even come from Corona. Amen? Corona, California, it didn't even come from there. Amen? I think man created it. Amen? Well, it's up to man to destroy it. Amen? So we curse that virus in Jesus' name. We plead the blood of Jesus over the United States of America, over our families, over our businesses, over our loved ones, over our towns, over our cities. Amen? Over all government, over all government helpers. Amen? Plead the blood. The blood gets it done. Amen? Say the U.S. is God's turf. Birthed in the blood of Christ. Praise God forevermore. Amen, amen. Israel was birthed from, from God's love for a people. Amen? The, the United States of America was birthed from a, for a, from a people's love for God. It's his nation. We'll always be in covenant with him. Amen? Israel and the U.S. are completely linked. Amen? Praise God forevermore. So we pray for Israel and we pray for the U.S. Amen? God's people. Amen forevermore. So back to Proverbs 420. <laughs> I didn't even get there yet. So I'm just saying, God, the Bible says God's not a respecter of persons. So if I got my healing and I maintained it, uh, so can you. Amen. <laughs> so can you. He's not a respecter of persons. Proverbs 420 says this, My son or my daughter, give attention to my words. And attention is gasoline, it's fuel in the spirit realm. Whatever your attention is on, that's what's going to manifest and grow in your life. Amen? It's miracle growth in your life. Whatever you focus on will grow. Amen? So whatever you focus your time, your attention, uh, your desires on, your focus on, that's what's going to grow and produce in your life. Amen? Uh, If you focus on money, you'll have more money. That's just how it is. Amen? If you focus on God, you'll have more God. Amen? And everything he promises you. But he says, my son, my son and daughter, give attention. Focus yourself on my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. So put them in every sense you possibly can. Put them in your eyes. Put them in your ears. Put it in your mouth. Amen. 
keep speaking it, keep hearing it, keep reading it. Amen? Get it in every sense. If you're suffering with chronic illness in your body, you need to be totally immersed in the Word of God like I did. And I got my healing. Amen? And so can you. Praise God. The Word works and the Lord will do it. Amen? The Word is the answer for everything. Amen. I went everywhere trying to get what I needed. And it was right there in the Word the whole time. Incline your ears to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Amen? Ears and eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. So sow them into your heart by saying them. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Keep them there. Don't let them escape. Guard your heart. For out of it proceed the issues of life, Jesus said. For they are life. Say life. To those who find them, who find words, who find his word on the subject. They're life to you. Amen? They are life to you who find them. So you got to be searching for them, just like I did. I went from the back of the book to the beginning, from the beginning to the back, and wrote down every scripture I found on healing. I have them all listed now, amen? Every scripture on healing, amen? you got to search for them. Search for them. They are life to those who find them, and health and healing to all their flesh. Life to those who find them, and health to all. Say all. So that's not a part left out, amen? That means every cell of your body, the word will produce life in, breath in, rivers of living water in, amen? The word will restore your flesh, amen? Your flesh shall be younger than a child's, it says. You shall return to the days of your youth. That was another precious verse to me, amen? When I had 10% energy and couldn't run 8 miles anymore, (laughs) couldn't run like I used to anymore, that verse was precious to me. You shall return to the days of your youth. Amen? You shall run and never grow weary. Walk and never grow faint. Great precious verses, amen, that saw me through. When I didn't have the stamina, when I didn't have the power or the energy, amen? The word was life to me and medicine to all my flesh. That word health there literally means medicine to all your flesh. Medicine to all your flesh, amen? So if you're taking a prescription jug, keep taking this, amen? Because it says the word is medicine to all your flesh. And if you take the word long enough, you ain't going to need those prescriptions. Amen? You won't need them. They'll just come a day where they just drop off. You'll be like, I'm so filled with faith, I feel great. I don't need those any longer, amen? So keep taking the word. Keep taking your daily medicine, your daily dose, amen? Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself healthy, amen? And health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it spring the issues of life. Amen. Isn't that a great scripture? And go with me to Isaiah 53, if you will. And you can get your healing just on Proverbs 4.20. Amen. And you can keep your healing just on Proverbs 4.20. One word's all it takes. Amen. One word from heaven can change your DNA forever. Amen. One word from heaven can change your diagnosis completely. Amen. One word from heaven is all it takes. Praise Jesus forevermore. Say, it's good to be healed. It's good to be well. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done. Amen. Isaiah 53 says, Who has believed our report? Well, say, say me. <laughs> say, I'm a believer, not a doubter. I'm above only, not beneath. I'm the head and not the tail. I'm the lender, not the borrower. Who has believed our report? Say, I'm a believer. And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Say, it's been revealed to me. I'm a recipient of his power. I'm a recipient of his strength. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant. This is Jesus. And as a root out of dry ground, he has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. 
He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows, literally sicknesses, a man of sicknesses and acquainted with grief, literally pain, a man of sicknesses and acquainted with pain. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely, say surely. surely. Verse 4. He has borne your pains. That means took them upon himself. You don't have to suffer with Christ. He suffered for you. You're not a martyr, amen? There's too many martyrs and not enough prophets and, and apostles who will die like the Lord says he will, amen? You're not supposed to die prematurely, amen? You're not leaving this earth ahead of schedule, amen? amen. And no doctor can uh, command you to do that, amen? Yes. The Word has to have final place and authority in your life to work for you, amen? The Word has to do it, amen? amen. Billy Graham started his ministry by putting his Bible on a tree stump in the back hills of North Carolina. And, and he said, Lord, by faith, I take this Bible by faith that it's your Word to me. I receive it by faith, and I believe everything in it. I give it final place and final authority in my life. And that's when his ministry started. Amen? It says, He who comes to God must first believe that He is. And He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. His word is life and breath to all your flesh. Amen? But you have to believe it's His love letter to you. That it's real. That it's living. Amen? That it's the power of God. His word is His power. Amen? Whenever I open it, it's God's personal words to me directly. I take it for myself. Amen? Amen. Just write me in there. Amen. Write I. Make it personal. Amen. They're letters to you from him. Amen. This is what he wants you to have. It's his last will. It's his will and testament to you before you leave this earth. Amen. And say, I'm going to have it all. I want everything God promised me. I'm a child of God. So it says, surely he has borne, he has taken your pains. Well, I have pain in my body. Well, do you believe this word over your pain? Do you believe what he said over the circumstances and the symptoms? Are you going to be led and stay and stay steadfast in your feelings? Or are you going to be led and stay steadfast in your faith in the word of God? So that's why it has to have final place. No, if the word is final place and he says he took my pains, then that's the final word. I don't care what my body's telling me. The word is final place in my life. He took them. I don't have to bear them. That settles it. And when that day comes, you'll have it. When His Word really becomes real to you, that it's final authority, that you don't care how you feel, that you won't, you won't speak into your pain because the Word says different, and I refuse to speak into my circumstances. I had lots of pain, amen? I refuse to speak into them. I finally learned that if I don't speak into them, I won't have them anymore. I finally learned that if I keep the Word in my mouth, that's what I'll have. Surely He has borne my pain. Surely I got that in my spirit. Surely He's borne my pain. Oh, that, oh, that hurts. Surely He's borne my pain. Surely He's taken my pain. He's taken my pain. He's taken my pain. I sewed that into the fabric of my flesh. And it became flesh. The Word became flesh and dwelt among me. Amen? It became me. The Word became me because I sewed it into me. I sewed it into my body and my body lined up with it. Amen? I didn't sew words of I'm in pain. I didn't say I am sick. I said what the Word says and stuck with it and it came to pass. Amen? And now I have it and now I'm living it. Amen? And I endeavor to live it forever. Amen? The devil can try to come, but I got the Word on the subject. Amen? And that's final authority. The buck stops there. Amen? Surely he has borne your pain. Surely he's borne your pain. Clarissa was said, that, said that during childbirth. Natural childbirth for all three of our girls. Three to four hours each birth around there. 
three to four hours each birth. Supernatural childbirth. We read Jackie Mize's book, uh, Supernatural Childbirth, before we even began. Terry Mize will be here, by the way, and Renee Mize on April 18th. Apostles of God, amen? Renee worked at the largest church in America. Uh, Joel Osteen's church, John Osteen's church, Lakewood Church. She's going to be here with us. Amen. Amen. Few in number, mighty in spirit. Amen. The Lord only needs a few. He always has. Amen. The Lord only needed 12. Really, he only needed three, Peter, James, and John. Amen. So praise God forevermore. Surely, say surely. He's borne my pain and carried away our sicknesses. Oh, there they go. There they go. You just let them go. Stop holding on to them. Amen? Let go. Let God. Amen? Let them go. If the Word says He's carried them away, what are you doing carrying them? He carried them away. This is past tense. This is B.C. before the cross. He carried them away on the cross. You don't have to carry them anymore. This is the Gospel. Amen? Good news to you. You don't have to carry your own problems, sicknesses, diseases, poverty, lack, and death anymore. He carried all that away. He carried the curse away on His own back, in His own body on the cross. Amen? That we, having died to sin, might live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Peter says it past tense, looking back. This is before the cross, and we'll look after the cross. God brought it into the New Testament of His blood wrote it in the New Testament. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. It's over twice in the New now as well. Amen? What we're reading here is mentioned twice in the New. He carried away your sicknesses. Say they're gone for good. He carried them. I refuse to carry sickness from this day forward for the rest of my life. Sickness, bow down to Jesus. I will never take you through the confession of my lips into my body ever again. Mm. Say body line up with the word of truth. Facts may say you hurt. The truth says you're healed. Amen. Jonah says, I do not observe lying vanities. In the belly of the whale. Vomit, trash, in a cell. In the belly of the whale. I don't observe lying vanities. The Bible says he's already delivered me. People say, you've been trapped in a whale. No, I'm delivered. The word says I'm delivered. The word doesn't say I'm trapped any longer. The word says he delivered me. That's why I don't understand deliverance ministries. You're already delivered. Jesus delivered you. When are you going to receive the truth? See, you're looking for man, not God. If you get the word in you, you won't need man. He's our everything. The seven redemptive names are outlined right in Psalm 23. Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Jehovah Jireh, your provider. When are you going to already receive what's already been done for you? You already have your healing. Take it. You already have your disease, your, your deliverance. Take it. You've already had it. Your disease is taken from you. Refuse to allow him to come back on you. He's taken him for good. Every sickness, every disease, Deuteronomy says, not mentioned in the book of this law, he's already taken from you. That's every disease man will ever name and create. Coronavirus, taken. Man doesn't have to bear that. 
The only way man can bear that is if they say that and speak that into their hearts, into their flesh. If you say I'm sick long enough, you'll become sick. If you say I'm healed long enough, you'll become healed. That's as simple as it takes. That's as simple as it gets. Whatsoever a man sows, that shall he also reap. Words are seeds you sow, amen? You'll reap what you say. You'll have whatever you say. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. Verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace. That's total well-being shalom. In every area was upon him. Because of what he did, we have shalom. Prosperity in every area. And by his stripes, we are healed. This is before the cross. Isaiah is prophesying the stripes that Jesus will take upon his back for you and me. And by his stripes, we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. Everyone's turned to his own way. But the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Now let's get into the New Testament in which we live. Amen? Say, this is my testament. This is my will. God wrote for me in the blood of his son. Say, it's better than the Old Testament. It's not just a word covenant. It's a blood covenant and a word covenant. God cannot break it. There's no more power greater than the blood of Jesus. So he gave us his word. Now he gave us his blood and sealed his word by his blood. That's called powerful, amen? And the Western world doesn't really recognize the power of blood covenants as it should. But when you do and you study in on blood covenants, I think you'll have a greater peace and understanding for the word of God, his covenant with you, that he's stuck in blood, amen? Covenant actually means to cut. He cut this blood covenant with us. He cut his wrist. Uh, The nails were were hammered into his wrist. Where normally blood covenant, I taught this in prison the other day to prisoners. I taught to 35 men in the Santa Ana prison on blood covenant and the mafia. It's kind of a representation of what we have that we kind of know, the Sicilian mafia. Used to slit their wrist right here. And Africa still gets this. They still cut blood covenants. They slit their wrists and mingle the blood with who they're entering covenant with. And the mafia used to ground uh, tobacco leaves or charcoal into that cut and into that wound. So when it healed over, there was a black mark in your wrist. So that whoever anyone who looked on you said, he's in covenant, don't mess with him. And we don't know who in, he's in covenant with. And he said, whoever, the mafia said, whoever breaks this covenant, they used to have a joker, a, card, a joker card. He said, whoever breaks this covenant, they shall die from cancer of the throat. And people who broke that covenant actually died from cancer of the throat. That was the curse that they received upon them when they break covenant. Covenant is powerful. Amen? Jesus, they drew nails into his wrist and cut covenant right at the wrist for us. A blood covenant sealed, signed, and delivered in the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. Amen? Say, I'm in blood covenant with Jesus. See, when you know your covenant rights like the Jews do, you'll flourish. Because you're in blood covenant now. Even a better promise than that given to Moses and Abraham. Blood covenant with his son. Amen? So that means everything written to you in the Bible is now even more powerful through the blood. Amen? It's something that cannot pass away. You can't sin your way out of the blood. It's covenant. I tried leaving. (laughs) Covenant. Blood brought me back in. Amen? You try running from the Lord? Sorry, I'm in covenant. 
He's got your back no matter where you go. You're in blood covenant, amen? See, it's not up to you. It's what Jesus already did for you. You don't have to work this program. It's been given freely from His grace. Amen? Say, I'm in blood covenant. And there ain't nothing more powerful than the blood. Say, His word and His blood flows through my entire being. That's covenant. Every inch covered. Washed in the blood. Washed in the blood. Washed in the blood. Every sin cleansed. Every sin forgiven through His blood. If you're faithful to confess Him, the blood will just wash Him right away. White as snow again. Amen? Righteousness of God in Christ. Oh, so much. There's so much there in the blood we've got to realize. Amen? But once you, once you know you're in covenant with God, there ain't nothing man can do to you. He's God. He's God. God goes with you everywhere you go. You're in covenant with Him. He'll never leave you. He can never leave you or forsake you. Why? Because He said so. Then He signed it in blood. That's powerful. That means He can never leave you or forsake you, no matter what. See, it's up to Him, not us. He gave us this covenant. We entered into it when we received His Son. Amen? We don't have to work it anymore. He's already done the work. I remember hiking right here in 2013 in the back hills. And the Lord spoke like a bomb in my spirit. First word I'd heard in years. And he said, son, it's not a matter of what you accomplish. It's what Jesus already has. And that just set me free, that one word from heaven. Only one word in six years. That did it. That's all I needed. It's not a matter of what you accomplish, son, but what Jesus already has. Get that into your heart. That'll bring your healing to you. That'll bring prosperity to you. It's what he's already done. He said, when the nails went through his hands, his wrist, it is finished. It's not up to you. He completed the work. So we just live in what has already been accomplished. It's not something that needs to still be done. Otherwise, he would have said, it shall continue. But he said, it is finished. Your healing's already been accomplished and paid for through the blood of Jesus. Your prosperity, it's done. The Jews know that. They know their covenant. It's already been given to you. You don't have a problem with money. You don't have a problem with your health. You just need to get the word on the subject, amen? And realize your blood covenant with your older blood covenant brother Jesus. The firstborn from the dead. The firstborn. And you were raised up with him. Blood covenant. Say, I have rights. Blood rights. That's good. Family. Familia. Amen. <laughs> so Matthew 8. When he had come down from the mountain, great multitudes followed him, Jesus. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him. A leper came and worshipped him. I attribute leprosy as, as HIV these days. Behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing. That's, that's Christian's greatest question. Growing up in a modern-day church without the gospel fully preached to you. That's Christian's greatest question. Is he willing? Well, you have to know his will. This is his will. If he says it in his will, now you know his will. Now you know he's willing. Amen? But if you don't find it for yourself, you'll never have it. 
faith begins where the will of God is known. You have to get His will on the subject. What's His will for you? And build it into your spirit so that you know without a doubt. And Jesus said, and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free when you know it. When you know it for yourself. Not for somebody else. For yourself. This word is personal to me. Amen? I take it personally. It'd be here just for me if I was the only one on earth. And it'd be here, he he wrote it just for you too if you were the only one. Just for you. Amen? Basic instructions before leaving earth. B-I-B-L-E. Now that's the book for me. Remember that song? Yes. Praise God. When he had come down, Jesus from the mountain, great multitudes followed him. And behold, a leper came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. That's his only question. He knew he had the power to heal. His only question, Lord, are you willing to heal me, a leper, someone outside the covenant? Are you willing to heal me? And this is Jesus' word to anybody who will ever ask this question because he's not a respecter of persons. (laughs) You can make me clean. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, an unclean vessel, a leper who was not supposed to be touched by any high priest or even around that vicinity, exiled. Lepers went to Patmos. Lepers were exiled from the community, from the Jews, amen, from the people of God. Jesus touched him. Not something a priest should do. Jesus broke down religious barriers and walls by his actions of love. Amen? And we should do the same. Then Jesus put out his hand and touched him, saying, a word and a touch, I am willing, I am willing, I am willing, be cleansed. A word and a touch is all it took. That's all it takes, folks. A word and a touch in due season is all it will take. So I throng into Jesus, I throng into his word, I press into his word, I press into Christ until I receive his touch. Amen? And I don't stop until I receive his touch. I did not quit on the word until I received my healing. Amen? And neither should you until you get what you want. Don't quit. Consistency lies the power. Amen? It's what you do every day that matters most, not once a year. Amen? So keep pressing until you feel his touch, till he touches you. Amen? Till his word becomes real to you. And now I'm living it. Oh, I went in. I received it. Uh, My eyes are open. Wow, what a new day. So this is what it's like to live in Christ. Amen? (laughs) Fresh revelation knowledge. Then Jesus put out his hand, touched him, saying, I will be cleansed immediately. His leprosy was cleansed. That's the only question that man had. Are you willing? Jesus answered it. He received it. Immediately his leprosy was cleansed. And Jesus said to him, See that you tell no one, but go your way, show yourself to the priest. Something he shouldn't have done. Something a leper was forbidden to do. And offer the gift that Moses commanded as a testimony to them. Now when Jesus, see actions speak louder than words sometimes, don't they? Tell no one, just do this. Now, when Jesus had entered Capernaum, Capernaum is his own hometown. This is where Jesus' house was. Jesus had a house, scholars now have said. And his house was a lake house in Capernaum. When they broke through the roof of that house, that was his house in Capernaum, his own hometown. So when you read Capernaum in the Bible, you can now write Jesus' hometown. Jesus went home. This is Jesus in his own home. 
Now when Jesus had entered his own hometown, a centurion came to him pleading with him, saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Look at this man intercede for his servant or an employee. His faith brought healing and this deliverance to his employee. Employers are a high call of God. You have men under you, amen? And this person got that. Lord, my servant is lying at home paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal. That's the same word to you today. He never changes. It's impossible for God to lie. It's impossible for God to change. The Bible said he changes not. I will come and heal you, he says. Amen? <laughs> I will come and heal him. That's his word. Then the centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. A Roman centurion, without covenant, not a Jew. I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. He still had faith. His confession of faith, outside the covenant, activated the promises of God. Only speak a word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. He understood the ranking order, the packing order. That he says things to servants, and they do the job. That Jesus has legions of angels at his command, he says the word, they do the work. That you and I have legions of angels at our command, we say the word, they do the work. We speak the word, they hasten it to perform it. They're workers on our behalf, amen? He understood this, that he has workers working for him, and Jesus had angels working for him. For I also am a man under authority having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go, and he goes. And to another, come, and he comes. And to my servant, do this, and he does it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled. Picture that, marveling Jesus with your words. And said to those who followed, assuredly, that's strong, assuredly, this cannot be broken. It's a word from a living God. Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. Just because he said, just give me the word, I'll receive your word. I don't even need a touch. You don't even have to come home with me. You just speak it, it'll be done. That's called great faith. That's the highest form of faith. Hearing the word, receiving the word, having circumstances line up is the highest form of faith. All you need is the word. Amen. Say, I have great faith this morning. I receive the word of the living God that changes my life forever. Oh, his word is so rich. Thank God for the word of the living God. Thank God for his word. Thank you, Lord. Do this with me. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for writing it just to me. I receive everything it says, beginning to end. I conform my lifestyle to fit your written word to me. Truth. I don't twist your word to fit my life. I make it final authority. If you mean business, he'll do business. Amen? Praise God forevermore. Assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel, amongst the Jews. And I say to you that many will come from east and west and sit down with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of God. Hey, that's me. Say, that's me. That's me. I'm a Gentile that was grafted in. 
That's me. <laughs> but the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then Jesus said to the centurion, Go your way as you have believed, so let it be done for you, not by my power, not by my might, but as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And this was for his servant, not even for him. Great faith. <laughs> Praise God for the interceding Christian. Amen. For the interceding believer who intercede on the behalf of others. Go your way as you believe. Let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. Not in the instant, but in that same hour he was healed. So don't let time defeat you. Keep receiving the word. Amen. Amen. The word will set you free. Amen. Stay with the word. Don't let man take you from the word. Don't let circumstances and the devil take you from the word that will give you everything. Amen. He's trying to steal the word. If he can have the word, he can have you. Now when Jesus, verse 14, had come into Peter's house in Arapana, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. So he touched her hand, and the fever left her. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> he touched her hand, the fever left. And he just kept moving. Say, that anointing's in me. Christ is in me. The hope of glory. Whoever I touch gets healed. Not by my power. Not by my might. Not by my flesh. But by the anointed one that dwells and lives in me. <laughs> See, he does his work through his body, and you're his body. You're it. Say, I'm it. He's the head. I'm his body. He moves through me. He can't move without me. I can't move without Him. I'm His anointed. Praise Jesus. Amen. He gave you power to heal the sick. He's in you now. That same power that was there that day now lives in you and me. Amen. Our body should be well. Our body should line up with the anointed one inside of us. Amen. Because He's in me and you right now. Jesus Christ of Nazareth lives in each one of us right now. Amen. We're His hands. We're His feet. We're His body on the earth. Healing everywhere we go. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Just because I feel symptoms, I know that's the devil lying to me. It ain't going to stop me from laying hands on the sick and they shall recover. Amen. Praise God forevermore. Say, I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I give others what's freely be given to me. God's not a respecter of persons. Amen. He touched her hand. The fever left. Then she arose and served them. Amen. Then she arose. What was her heart? To serve. She had a servant's heart. The moment she was healed, she served. Think that's why it happened so fast? Good heart, good ground. Received it in a touch. See, she had a part to play, and, and men and women will always have their part to receive the touch. God never misses it. Jesus' power was there. If she didn't receive it, she wouldn't have got her healing. She had to reach out and take it. Her heart was pruned. Her heart was good ground. Her heart was fertile soil. Amen? She received it just in a touch, and she started serving again. Servant's heart. Amen? You'll always have a part to play. God never misses. If you miss, it's your fault. I got news for you. If you're not getting what you want, it's all you, not God. God never misses. He's perfect. We're not. Amen? Say, that's called responsibility. God gave me responsibility to take what He freely gave me. That's your part. To take what He freely gives. 
If you're not taking, you're not receiving. You got to take it by force. Because he's always willing and freely giving, always. She took it. She was healed in that instant and served them. When evening had come, they brought to him Jesus many who were demon possessed, many who were demon possessed, and he cast out the spirits, multiple demons, plural demons. He cast out all the spirits, the evil ones, the demons, with a single word. With a word. He cast out the devils with a word. Not a prolonged touch, not a year's work, a single word. He cast out the devil. Do you receive his word? He just said, this is great faith. Receiving the word? Receiving the word is great faith. Amen? With a single word, he cast out the devils. And you and I can do the same. I cast out devils in prison the other day with a single word. One woman raised her hand. She said, I've had oppression and divination and witchcraft I feel in my mind and on my neck, and it's weighing me down. And I said, in the name of Jesus, we loose and we bind and loose that foul spirit. Be gone with you. And she said, I'm feeling better already. She actually sat up in her chair in the prison and told me in front of the whole class, in front of all her prisoners, I'm feeling better already. With a single word he did it. Amen? Say, my words matter most. My words <laughs> He commissioned us to do it. Cast out the devils. How do you do it? With a word should be the same for us. I don't like touching devils. He cast them out with a word. Get. Go. You're defeated. Bow down to Jesus. Go. Amen. That's all it takes. Amen. Say, I know my authority. I walk in it every day. In my own life. And for the lives of those around me. Say, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Praise God. He cast them out with a word and healed all, say all, who were sick. Word, past tense. Healed all who were sick. Gentiles, Jews, Greeks, heathen, don't matter. Healed all who were sick. Amen? To those who reached out and received his touch. If you haven't received his touch, just keep reaching. Don't quit till you receive it. Amen? Say, I'm not a quitter. I'm a disciple, a disciplined one, who draws near to Jesus every single day of my life. Praise God. Verse 17, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, which we just read, saying, He himself took our pains and bore our sicknesses. He proved out his word. He was this prophet to take the world's sins, sicknesses, pains, Poverty, lack, and diseases. Say he already took them. So this is New Testament now. Amen? The old has now been brought into the new. This is my covenant. Your covenant. And when Jesus saw great multitudes about him, he gave a command to depart to the other side. And now go with me to 1 Peter 2. And we'll wrap up here. In the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. We have two references from two different people in the New Testament on the same verse in Isaiah that Jesus came to fulfill. He fulfilled the law. Amen? He fulfilled it so that you can be filled. Amen? Say, I'm filled up with Him today. I drink freely of the cup of living water. I receive freely what He already did. He's not going to heal me. He already has. Get that in your heart. 
Because then time can't defeat you. See, that's overtime. What he already did is overtime. It's eternal. It's finished. Amen? He's not going to heal you. He already has. That's the good news. Not what you accomplish, but what Jesus already has. Say it is finished. Disease is finished. Lack is finished. Death is finished. The Bible says he tasted death for every single man and woman. Which means when you die, you're not going to hear it. You're not going to smell it. You're not going to feel it. He tasted it for all men. When you leave this body, Paul said, to be absent from this body is to be immediately present with the Lord. You're not going to taste it out of your five senses. He tasted death in every realm for all men. Conquered death. Say, I ain't going to die no more. (laughs) And if you don't have a fear of death, you won't have a fear of anything. You're an eternal being, amen? Praise God. Say, I'm not afraid to die. Because I don't die. Right? Man was created to live forever. Hey, man, that's sinking in. 1 Peter 2.24 Who himself bore, past tense, bore, our sins in his own body on the tree. That word tree is cross. That we having died to sins. That's past tense. See, you're dead to sin. In the eyes of God, you've already died to sin. You're not your own. Amen. Having died to sins might live for righteousness. By whose stripes you were healed. Past tense. Looking back to the tree. Isaiah prophesied him on the tree and his stripes he would take. Now Peter's confirming that sacrifice. He says you were healed. Doesn't say you're going to be healed. That lines up perfectly with Jesus' word saying it is finished. I've already bought and paid for your healing. Just take it. Just receive it. Get out of the way and receive it. Amen? You don't have to work for it. I worked for it. I went everywhere trying to work for my healing and it profited me nothing. That woman with the issue of blood with 12 years went everywhere, pain, looking to work for her healing. Paid everything she had and rather grew worse. He says, I've already done it. Just take it. Amen. Freely given, freely received. Say that. Freely given, freely received. Say, Father, I freely receive everything you have freely given me as a child of God. Let's all stand up. Father God, thank you for healing us. Say thank you for healing me. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Say I am free. I am free indeed. Body, I speak to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Lay a hand on your body. You're healed. Say, body, you're healed. Line up with the word of the living God. Say, I take my healing freely today. 
from the top of my head to the soles of my feet, I receive freely the grace of life, freely given, freely taken. I take my healing. I take restoration. I take restitution today. Say, I'm vindicated by the blood of Jesus. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. But every tongue that rises up against me, I shall cast down. I shall condemn. I shall not give it place. Say, I'm a healer. Say, I'm a believer. Say, I'm anointed. The power of God lives in me. Not by my power. Not by my strength. But by the power of God. The dunamis power of God. That lives in me. I am free. And free indeed. Say, it is finished. Now give him some praises. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Mean business. And God will conduct business. Amen. He'll meet you on your level. Amen. Let it be measured to you according to your faith. And faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. I meditate in the healing scriptures day and night, day and night. And I got it and obtained it and I've been healed ever since. And the devil's not going to take it from me. Once you have a breakthrough in an area, you'll usually have it for the rest of your life. So don't quit till you get your breakthrough. Amen. Amen. Say, I'm breaking through. My harvest is here. Say, I've sown seeds that God say produce on my behalf. And I'm faithful to call in that harvest. What I say comes. What I say goes. Life and death are in the hand of my tongue. Amen. Did someone get something from this message? <laughs> you feel his presence? Isn't God delicious? Isn't God rich? Isn't God good? Amen. Taste freely. The breath of life. Amen. We love you all. Thank you for being here. Amen. 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 Let's just pray in the spirit for just a second here. Anyone who struggled with a demon, anyone who struggled with a chronic illness, and you just feel like, ah, man, I've been fighting and fighting and fighting. And I just need someone to stand with me. So you just, just come up here if you want. Just come up here right now. Amen, amen. Yeah, I had you in mind. <laughs> Praise God forevermore. The Lord's always instructed me to carry this anointing oil to every service. Amen? So the, the, James says, the prayer of faith shall save the sick and they shall be anointed with oil. And the prayer of faith shall raise them up. If they've committed any sins, it shall be forgiven them. Amen? So it's the prayer of faith that does the work. Amen? So I just want to anoint you with this oil and just pray for you in the name of Jesus. Just stretch out your hand to our sister here in Jesus' precious name. Father God, I claim the blood of Jesus over this one. Say, I'm healed. 
I am healed. Say, I'm delivered. I'm delivered. Say, I have authority, I have authority over, all the power of the enemy. over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt me from this day forward. Say, I'm delivered. I speak to any foul virus. I speak to any foul plague. I speak to any foul demon who's risen up against her in Jesus' precious name. Your time here is finished in Jesus' name. I plead the blood of the Lamb over this one right now in Jesus' precious name. Go free. Go free. Be healed of your sickness. Be healed of your disease. He says, I'm always willing. I'm always willing. He asks, are you a willing recipient? Are you a willing recipient? Because if you are, we're both willing. We're both ready. Now receive your healing. Receive my touch, he says. In Jesus' name. Say, there it goes. Say, chest, you're well. Take a deep breath. Say, lungs, you're healed. New breath. Enters into my lungs. If you're in need of healing, just raise your hand and take a deep breath. Healer's here. Healer's in his house. Healer's in the house. <laughs> Say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Satan, you can't steal my joy. I'm going to live long. I'm going to live prosperous. I'm going to live out the fullness of my days. Death is defeated, which means sickness is defeated. And poverty is defeated. I flourish. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Bless y'all. Amen. Is there anybody else? Anyone else want the prayer of agreement? We got a multitude of angels right here. I mean, there's an angel for everybody standing here. So there's at least 12 angels. I'd say at least 24. When you get baptized in the Spirit, a new angel's added for ministry. Amen. That's a new level of power. Yes, I Amen. That. You've come into a multitude, an innumerable company of angels, he said. And they're here in our midst, ministering spirits, waiting to act, waiting to move on the word of God that comes out of our lips. Amen. Amen. I'm getting ready to pray for my husband. Yes. Yeah. And your husband's in the hospital? And they just text me that he's not dead. And what's your husband's name? Glenn. And what hospital is he in? He's in a rehab hospital. Here? Yeah, Laguna Woods. Laguna Woods Rehab Hospital. He broke his hip and he had surgery. He's got Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. All right. And his name's Glenn. Mm -hmm. And he's in Laguna Woods. Mm -hmm. So we just charge our ministering spirits to surround Glenn's body, yeah. to surround his hospital bed. In Jesus' precious name, ministering spirits go forth and bring him laborers into his harvest. We claim Glenn's healing in Jesus' name through her faith represented here today, just like that centurion's faith praying for his servant. Blood bought, blood paid for. We claim Glenn's healing and restoration and restitution now in Jesus' name. Amen. And where two or three agree on anything, it shall be done for them. Amen, amen. Any other prayer requests, just shout them out. Amen. Anyone have a prayer request? Just shout it out. Amen. Where two or three agree, it shall be done. 
There's power in agreement. Amen? Say, Jesus is my two. Jesus is my two. 